You're listening to a fresh new podcast on healing, spiritual development, nutrition, energy work, and sometimes aliens. From the owner of the celebrity acclaimed Raw Republic Juice Bar and Wellness Center in New Orleans, Louisiana, Sheena Manina. Yes, that's her real name. This is Raw Talk with Sheena. Hi, everyone. Welcome back for another episode. Thank you so much for joining us and for making this week a successful launch of Raw Talk with Sheena. We're so grateful for every single subscription and review and rating. It helps so much and it's just been the best week ever because you've shown us that you're interested and in the crazy things that we talk about here. So Welcome back again. I have an extraordinarily special guest who is just one of my favorite people in the entire world. She's beautiful. She's a healer. She is one of my best friends, and I just love her. Everyone, welcome back to the show, Amberly Carter. Yay! Yay, you're here! It's me again. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> We, um, we've had such an exciting week, so we just wanted to recap on it a little bit and to, um, it's kind of another celebration, kind of like every day of our life. Yeah. Where we're like, oh, yay, something awesome happened again. Again. Let's celebrate (laughs) together. I think, are we losers? Yeah, for sure. (laughs) But it's okay, because other people can connect with us and and we make them feel like less losers. So, um. That's true. If that's all we do, isn't that positive? Yeah, losers unite. So. Yeah. Yeah. We're actually all winners. We're all winners. Let's change the script. Yes. Um, yeah, anyway, so um, we are going to talk about some interesting things this week that have come up. So many people have questions about some really interesting topics that we're going to use for other podcast episodes, but I am so freaking excited because I put out into the universe that... Well, actually, Amberly put into my universe that I wanted to do an energy healing certification, and I wanted it to be what I received for my birthday, which was last week. Yeah, you told me about this probably a month ago, Mm -hmm. right, at least? Yeah. So, um, So about a month ago, I decided that I had been working with Amberly in healing sessions, um just as kind of a source of amplification of her energy. And also I guide meditation oftentimes at the beginning of the healing sessions. And I will utilize, I I have the capacity and the knowledge to access my own energy and to amplify the energy of what is around me and also to bring divine light and to connect with um, divinity and ascended masters and healers and angels to know that, what I'm doing is of the utmost need and positivity. So I feel good about that. And I was kind of, you know, just kind of tapping into, especially when we would just heal on our friends and family members. I was like beginning to feel more of a resonance with energy, especially when I would work with you. Mm -hmm. And so it's so enticing. Once you feel that like your fingers are vibrating and you are feeling someone else's energy fields. You can feel the difference in one person's energy fields from field from someone else's. It's so Mm -hmm. intriguing that that is in existence. So I'm, I decided for my birthday, I was going to tell every single person that I knew that I did not want to be taken to dinner. I did not want a purse that I was never going to ever use ever again in my life or, um, anything I just really, really wanted to do this. So I set up a GoFundMe account that received (laughs) zero donations. (laughs) We still love you. (laughs) But I had an angel donation. Yes. And so I am going. I'm so freaking excited. So this week, we officially signed me up for the Reconnection Level 1 and 2, which is happening in Austin next week. No. The following week. The following week. We're going to be going together. We're going to be podcasting from our certification course. It's going to be off the chain. Um, and I'm so excited about it. So happy birthday to me. Yeah. And, um, happy belated birthday. Yeah. Wait, you really got zero donations? On my GoFundMe account. 
You never sent me the link. I know. It's one of those things, like I say all the time, if it doesn't work out easily, if it's not like something that just, if I was supposed to get donations on GoFundMe, it would have been, I would have had it like on my Facebook. I would have emailed it to like every single person Uh that I knew. Mm -hmm. The day that I set it up, I was like, okay, I'm doing this. I sent it to like six people and I, once that happened, other people would like Evan, my boyfriend would say like, send me the GoFundMe account so I can send it to other people. Mm -hmm. I, for some reason, I could not access the email ever on my phone. Yeah. It's it's probably because you didn't need to because our our little angel friend helped you. (laughs) It's it's because I wasn't supposed to get donations that way. Right. This is how everything in my life works. Yes. I do get hits to to do certain things and like, like access certain routes of, of going about something. So I think, I think what, what happened in that instance, in that circumstance was I made, I made a conscious effort to try to receive enough to be able to do this because I really wanted to do it. So I like actively made that contract that that Mm -hmm. was what I wanted to happen. Yeah. And so I began acting on it and it didn't really matter what I did past then, like, because I was very obviously supposed to go. So the universe supported that in ways that I could not have anticipated Uh or imagined. That's incredible. It's so incredible. (laughs) So you didn't need a GoFundMe account? No. Wow. Yeah. And I'm so, like, I'm so unattached to so many things that happen in my life like that. Yeah, I've learned that from you. Yeah, I'm attached to nothing. That is, (laughs) I know. I love that about you. I feel like I noticed that when we first started hanging out as friends. And I was... Before we started hanging out as... (laughs) Wait, wait. Twin flames. Twin flames. Twin flame friends. Basic witches. (laughs) Yeah. So before then, when we were just kind of like acquaintances, that's that's one of the biggest things I noticed in you right off the bat. I was like, this person is not attached to anything. <laughs> it's It would creep me out at first, to be honest. Most people think it's freaky. Yeah. Like my family members think it's like my mom was moving into her condo and um, she had found basically all of my childhood art pieces and the papers that I'd written to myself as like a seventh grader and pictures. And I was you like, Oh, that's cute. I guess I was probably forced. Were you your only friend? <laughs> <laughs> Cause you're attached to no one. Probably. I was like, like oh, I'm okay. sitting alone as usual. <laughs> so my mom found this box and, um, you're she was like so aliens. excited. I wasn't talking. I know, but I did find a box of like geodes and crystals with my name on it. I was like, wow, I have no recollection of that. But anyway, um, and I was like, oh, mom, that's so sweet. Thank you so much. Um, okay, I'm ready to throw it away. What? <laughs> yeah. So you're really not attached to anything. I mean, I knew I know this about you, but it's, it's just fascinating mm-hmm. because I'm always like, okay, there's got to be something. I mean... I'm not saying that it's wrong to be attached to things, but I'm just saying that I'm not. I think it is such a teaching tool to me because I thought I wasn't attached to things until (laughs) I met you. And I was like, okay, I was thinking I wasn't attached to it, Mm -hmm. but deep down inside, I think I just kind of pushed it aside, but I was really uh, on a subconscious level attached to it. Mm -hmm. And when I saw that you were truly detached and you let things happen, it, it really like shed a light on the fact that I was attached and I did care about, about Mm -hmm. certain things that I thought didn't bother me at all, or I wasn't attached to the outcome of, or, um, like that shirt that I spilled oil. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Okay. So my favorite shirt (laughs) in the entire world, I love, okay. If you know me, I loved I love anything that is soft. Like, I love soft things. It's, like, my thing. So, this shirt is the softest shirt that I own. It's my favorite shirt. It, like, 
covers my bottom. It's like perfect <laughs> if I want to wear leggings, you know, and it's just an all around go-to shirt that is awesome. It has a little pocket in the front. It's like, so it's so thin. It's a pretty basic shirt. It's a basic witch shirt, <laughs> but it's amazing. It's my favorite thing. And we're on this road trip in Houston, actually going to see Gabby Bernstein. Yeah. And this was our first road trip together. We were like friends like two weeks out. Like just And I was like, friends. oh, do you want to come see uh, my guru and buy a car with me? Yeah. I was like. In Houston. And you're yeah, like, I do. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm there. I don't even know what's happening, but I'm there. And uh, so I was, you didn't bring a shirt. Right. On a like four day trip. Right. Yeah. Didn't bring a shirt. And I happened to bring extra shirts. And that's why I think we mesh so well because I over prepare <laughs> for some things and you under prepare right. for some things. Because you know the universe is going to provide. I show you. up with my body. I'm like, I'm here. Yeah. I've arrived. I've shown up. Sometimes you don't even show up with your body. Right. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So that's a whole nother story. But, yeah, you took my shirt home, and no, then... I drove home in your shirt, right? Yeah, you drove home in my shirt. There was... You sprayed something on me, like yeah. some sort of, like, oil perfume spray, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, like, you in basic it. witch form, yeah. spraying, like, essential oils all over yourself. Yeah. They contain oils, mm-hmm. so they, like, it splattered, and Her- we just didn't notice it in the car. So it was like a little like spray and it permeated into the shirt. Right. And then when I got home, I was like, I didn't have a recollection of of it being your fault. So I look at the shirt. So you started to act shady (laughs) is what we're really getting to. So So I get home, I analyze the shirt, I see that there's oil splattering on the shirt and I'm like, oh crap, uh, need to fix this situation. So I go to my handy dandy Pinterest app. And uh, Pinterest says that if you have an oil stain on a shirt, <laughs> you put more oil on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> you is... rub the oil in with, and then you rub baking soda on it. That so is I, asinine. So what I did was rubbing I, oil on oil it to made get sense. oil out. It made sense in the description because in the description it said, like, if you put water on something, it repels it. So it made me think, like, if I put water on this, the oil is going to sink further into the shirt, and it's going to be worse. It made sense in my mind. There, I would love someone else to validate that there is this oil-removing <laughs> tutorial on okay. Pinterest. That well, it said, failed. It was a Pinterest fail. It was a big fail. Ultimate Pinterest fail. And it looked I like I got in a asking, gas fire. Yeah. And I was asking you for weeks for my shirt back. And you're like, oh, yeah. And you would change the subject. I was like, this chick either lost my shirt, (laughs) burned it, like cut it open. Something is wrong with this shirt. Like I can just feel it. I can pick up on your energy. Don't be attached to the shirt. Yeah. Moral of the story, don't be attached to things, especially (laughs) living your life around Shana Manina. (laughs) Yeah. Because it will be destroyed. (laughs) Anyway, um, the shirt is fine. If anyone wants to know, I I fixed it. So um, there's that. Okay. So... As one of my healers, yes, I can very clearly say that I'm not attached to most materialistic things, like basically non-zero, mm-hmm. but I'm probably attached to other things. I'm probably attached to some belief systems or mindsets, right? Definitely. Oh, I am? You are. Okay. Yeah. Going but on? the good thing about you is that you you also are very open to shifting that very easily. So I feel like we wouldn't be able to operate as human beings if we didn't have some sort of belief system going on or, or patterns going yeah. on with, within us. What, don't you think you just like use the belief system to get to the next step? Yeah. Yeah. To, to a degree. Yeah. I do. To state so. where you are kind of what we were saying at lunch mm-hmm. that you use words to state where you are and how you feel. Yeah. And then in stating something, you bring awareness to it. And so sometimes you attach to that statement and that set of words and you continue operating in that way. Or sometimes through speaking that truth, Mm -hmm. 
that resonates with you, you can say, oh, that actually like doesn't feel good. And I want to yeah. shift that. Yeah. But it talking about it yeah. just is beneficial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially if you have someone awesome in your life like you, you can say like, oh. uh, that's, yeah, let's work on that. Yeah. <laughs> I know. How did we get so lucky? I feel like you do that for me way more than I do that for you. I don't think you have any problems. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> that's I sweet. don't. Well, I don't think that you have anything that you're like holding on to. When we first met, I felt like I gave you like a big kick in the butt to like mm-hmm. get your yeah business mindset on. Yeah. And then yeah. I kind of started operating as your manager. Which yeah. Is helpful for you. You're like, this is what you're doing now. <laughs> I'm in yeah. I'm in control and in charge of your life now. Right. So you just sit back and enjoy the ride. Yeah. It's actually been quite nice. I, I do enjoy it. Um but for me, I uh I still say, you know, like this is I can see it every once in a while. It's not easy mm-hmm. to see your patterns. Yeah. Sometimes. But I said something the other day that was like what was it? About what? Something that was part of my belief system. They uh, were like, oh, we need to shift that. Oh, um, that it, uh, working hard, like work has to be hard. Was that it? No. Did I say that? I have no The Pleiadian idea. said that. The Pleiadian said that to you. To me. Yes. That's part of my yeah. Pleiadian session. Yeah. You guys are so lucky. Session. Y'all are getting tidbits of this Pleiadian session of mine, which was so amazing. Life-changing. I feel, I honestly feel when I think about that session that so much of what was said to me was said to me in that that way so that I could share it with other people because so many of the messages Mm -hmm. are so universal Mm -hmm. and are for so many different scenarios and situations that like different aspects of that session will come up at different times. Uh Like whether I'm having a conversation with someone, whether I'm doing this podcast, yeah, different scenarios will come up. So that is actually one of the things that came up Mm -hmm. was that work has to be hard. Like, um, I think that my question was because the way that the, this, this, uh, healing is set up with the Pleiadians for your, um, I guess you can call it a healing session, but basically the way that it's set up is you have 10 questions and you ask the the questions over the course of the 30 or hour long session. And Wendy Kennedy is who I use to channel the Pleiadians. So she's giving a response through the Pleiadian collective, which is an alien group for those of you who are not aware or who haven't tuned in yet. And, um, it's just, you know, we call them aliens, but they're light beings, beings of pure love and joy and kindness and compassion and knowledge, knowledge. And they work a lot with humans to bring humans uh, closer to that vibration of theirs. So they are generally operating in the eighth to 12th dimension. Yeah. Ninth, ninth dimensional beings usually are playing. Okay. So, and as you can see, we're obviously third dimensional. We right. have physical bodies. So imagine like the space between us and something operating in the ninth dimension. There's obviously a vast difference. So beings of light um, are also considered angels in some realms. Ascended masters are 12th dimensional, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so basically like anything that you can connect with outside of your dimension is can potentially provide you with some sort of information. And so we're so lucky that we have people here who have such a great connection to that, that they can offer some of that guidance to us. So back to my session with the Pleiadians through Wendy Kennedy, we were just talking about one aspect that they brought up to me, which was so amazing. And I can't, I honestly can't remember what the question was, but the answer was that I have an ancestral belief, which I'm sure most of us do, that work has to be hard, mm-hmm. which means so much. Right. So you don't have to work hard to create abundance in your life. Abundance can come to you in many different forms, not mm-hmm. just money. 
It could be people gifting things to you or Mm -hmm. friendship or love or Mm -hmm. uh, feelings of being connected to those who are all around you. Um, And we've been taking note of that in our lives Mm -hmm. recently because Mm -hmm. of the Pleiadians. So like the other day, I just, I got a free sandwich down the street. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, do I look homeless today? Oh gosh, I do look kind of busted looking. Um, but yeah, I got a free sandwich and I was like, I'm so abundant today. This is brilliant. I love it. Um, it just brought a lot of joy to me. Yeah. And then, um, what, so was, what was the other thing? Um, we got, we got a lot of like abundance recently. We in, did. In different ways. Yeah. Yeah. But if you start taking, Oh, someone recorded the intro of this podcast, which is so beautiful and amazing and sparkly and wonderful for free in um, an amazing recording studio in New Orleans called Esplanade Studios. That was, that, that felt pretty abundant. That was, that was abundant. We were just, you know, like in Mary J. Blige's recording studio. P. Diddy too. P. P. Diddy had been there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Matthew McConaughey had been there and that was all in this past month. Yeah. So yeah. So I felt pretty, I felt abundant. pretty, pretty rocking at that point. Yeah. I was wearing their headphones and yeah, it was fun. But, um, yeah, so abundance can flow to you in multiple different ways if, if you are open to it. So just kind of shifting your, your belief system and realizing that things can flow into your life without having to work so hard for it. And whenever you work so hard or have a belief system that you have to work hard to get something, mm-hmm. that's when you block abundance. You you don't allow or let go and let flow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was that was kind of a a little rhyme there. So um let go and let flow. <laughs> and um yeah that really allows abundance to just kind of flow into your life when you uh are open. And I think that um, is so wonderful. It, and it's kind of the same along the same lines of getting out of your head and into your heart. Because in your head is where all of your fear is. And whenever you get in your fear mode, mm-hmm. that's when you are in a lower vibrational state. And you start choosing things based out of fear instead of things that are more aligned with you that are a higher vibration right. or, or in your heart or from your heart. So really, um, shifting the belief that you don't have to work so hard is getting more in out of your mind and out of your fear Mm -hmm. and into your heart and operating from a place of being open and allowing abundance to flow in. Right. Which makes you so much more efficient. Yes, definitely. Because if you, and, and I know this because I talk about this a lot that I just, I come from, um, a very like Italian male centered family, which is beautiful, but also very ingrained with the mindset of like working all day, every day. If you're not working, you're not useful. Mm-hmm. Um, and in doing something like opening this, these businesses that are just so needing a heart centered leader, mm-hmm. I see that if, if I am, um, operating with that old belief system of, if I'm not working, I'm not useful. Mm-hmm. I'm completely disconnected to any inspiration that will bring more abundance, right. more, um, joy, more love. It's actually really more so about the joy and the love. The abundance is usually an after effect, mm-hmm. I think, um, because it in thinking that you just constantly have to be working to be useful and productive on this earth or worthy of something you um you you mistake that pattern for uh the time that you're being called to take care of yourself and if you're not mm-hmm. taking care of yourself you lose all potentiality for connection or inspiration or guidance for something bigger. Mm -hmm. A lot of us believe that taking care of ourselves is, is, uh, a frivolous thing. So it's kind of 
um, a waste of time or a distraction when in reality you're going to get way more out of your life if you are taking care of yourself and you're going to be more productive and, and get more out right. of living life by taking care of yourself. And, and so you really do need to invest the time that it takes to, um, do self care type of things and, and not work yourself to the bone. So I feel like a lot of the time in America, we feel like if we are taking care of ourselves, America, America if we are taking care of ourselves, we're, we're not being productive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is such a shame because if we take or spend the time to take more care of ourselves, we can be so much more useful and have that, you know, divine inspiration and, and creativity and, right. and joy and love and abundance and all that kind of stuff just comes into play. Naturally. Naturally, yeah. yeah. You tell me that you have to remind me of this all the time because it is, it's like one of my life lessons, I think. Um, you tell me this all the time. What is it? To oh. take care of myself. Oh, yeah. Because you'll just sit around and do a bunch of work. And I mean, that's great. But at the same time, you start blocking yourself and you're like, totally. you start hitting your head against the refrigerator. You're right. Like actually in actuality, people, this happened. It does. Was that yesterday? Yeah. Yes. So I was like, you need a timeout. <laughs> I do. You, you're go- it's you just so, it actually is such an unnatural practice for me because I've not done it to the extent that is necessary my entire life. Mm-hmm. When we first started hanging out, yeah, I was living somewhere that was like an hour away from my business and mm-hmm. I was having, because my house was getting painted and um, so I had to drive an hour into town and an hour out of town mm-hmm. every single day. Oh, hey, that's what I do. Yeah, that's what you do. It's, <laughs> yeah. It was the best month of my life. It it's awesome. That drive was the best month of my life. Because it's over and water, I, too. Well, I told you about it, and mm-hmm. you were like, well, that's because what, like, with what you do, you, you probably need three hours of you time every single day. Yeah. And Just I to probably operate. had like three minutes of that time prior to having to drive uh-huh. two hours mm-hmm. and prior to our friendship because like mm-hmm. every second that I would take for myself mm-hmm. that wasn't, you know, quote unquote work, mm-hmm. I, I felt so much anxiety mm-hmm. about that, about doing that, that mm-hmm. it was sickening. I, yeah. I couldn't even enjoy it because it's I've like, there. and it's so unnatural. Mm-hmm. So, and so now it's like, Every single time I see you, it's like a reminder that not only do I have to take care of myself, but I have to be, do- and, and I want to now do things that are joyful because I see the benefit. Mm-hmm. Maybe is- I wouldn't see, maybe I wouldn't be like so on board if I didn't see the benefit, but I'm seeing like so many positive changes in my life because I'm like totally shifting the way that I work to just be more joyful every single day. Like every single thing that happens, like just be joyful. You know, oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Aww. I mean, like I, what's the point otherwise? Like mm-hmm. I could, I could sit there and, and analyze things like all day, every day. Like how many people came to the juice bar today? Mm-hmm. How many of these juices were sold? How many of right. that, like how efficient was my kitchen? Blah, blah, blah. I could ask like every single question, analyzing what's happening mm-hmm. or I could just be in a state of joy that will create more joy for other people and more love for other people and things will operate way more efficiently exactly yeah you're not trying to control or you know yeah it it is a different vibration or energy that you're putting out there and you're getting more out of your business when you do take care of yourself and and experience more joy and because you're where you're at where you're vibrating at everyone else can pick up on because energy is everywhere and mm-hmm. you expel that energy to other people and they can pick up on it and, and absorb it and mm-hmm. utilize it and, and all that kind of stuff. So you really taking care of yourself is taking care of your entire business Yeah. in the process. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I'm so glad that you're learning that. Mm-hmm. I totally have been there too. That's why I could see it so easily in mm-hmm. you. Um, uh, and, I noticed that 
when I stopped working myself into the ground till you know, two, three in the morning, some, some mornings and started getting rest, you know, sometimes, you know, when you're just overworked, sometimes you can just like stare at your computer mm-hmm. screen mm-hmm. and you're staring at your work and you can write like a word per five minutes. Mm-hmm. And that's like the efficiency of yeah. what you're doing, where if you actually went to bed and woke up, you know, freshly in the morning and you can knock out whatever task it was right. that you were doing in 30 minutes. Right. It, and that is investing in your business by taking care of yourself. Right. Okay. So this is something I'm actually really interested in since you're the one telling me all the mm-hmm. time to take care of myself. Yeah. I want you to tell me how you take care of yourself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, that's good. Um, <laughs> so how I take care of myself. Um, one thing that I do is Epsom salt baths. I think they are so therapeutic Mm -hmm. and sometimes my body will just crave one almost every night. And then other times I'll go, you know, weeks without needing one. So how much Epsom salt do you have in your house? Uh, I have a few boxes of, um, like the boxes are like a gallon of, of Epsom salt. So probably like five, five gallons, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, just, just in case we ever had like a hurricane <laughs> and I needed to throw some Epsom salt in the flood. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I'll do Epsom salt baths. Um, I will, eating is a big thing for me for, for enjoying my life. Um, and so often I know so many people are probably like, what eating is dreadful for me. Yeah. Um, but which is, you know, part of the other podcast that we did, I talked about that, but, um, really getting joy out of my food mm-hmm. and, um, really being in touch with my gut and what it is that I need and, um, and fueling myself with such nourishment makes me so happy that I am, fortunate to be exposed to such wonderfully high vibrational food, wonderful high vibrational food, um, that it, it just feels so good all over my body and it tastes good. Um, yeah, that is one thing that I get a lot of joy out of my food. Um, uh, other things that I do to take care of myself. Oh, Sometimes I will, um, I do a lot of, I do a lot of play. Uh huh. So I will play in the Mm. park. (laughs) I make you play with me in the park. I hate playing. (laughs) You skip childhood. It's so annoying. Ugh. (laughs) It's, that's because you need to do it. That's why you're resistant uh, to it. Okay. I'm not saying you have to play a board game or, you know. Oh, my God. I know. You would you would die. Or watch, like, Finding Nemo or something. But I'd rather watch Finding Nemo. That's fine. We all have our preferences. I also walk almost every morning on the lakefront. I need to be by water. It's something mm-hmm. that I know about myself. It's very healing and therapeutic for me. So... That's, That's something an amazing practice. I make time for. I definitely make time for that. So even some mornings when I have like an eight a.m. client, I'll either go early in the morning or I'll go like on my lunch break in the afternoon, um, or even in the evening. Sometimes I like need to do it, mm-hmm. and that I use as a way to cleanse my aura, actually. So um, so walking, especially you know, out in nature is really helpful for, uh, for cleansing your body and, and any negative energies or things that have been attached or stuck to you. And I use it as a form of kind of active meditation. Um, so I will, you know, walk along the water and picture my aura being cleansed or I'll call in, you know, Archangel Michael or, you know, whoever resonates with you to, Mm -hmm. to help you with the process too of cleansing anything that you may have taken on from clients or, you know, friends or people in your life in general. Um, and I will ask for a cleansing. And then also I feel, um, 
just so rejuvenated by being out in the sun mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Um, so having that exposure to sunshine, sunshine and, um, being out in nature and, and it just feels so good all over my body. So, so that is a huge thing. That's like the biggest thing I think that I do for self care for me. And it is something that I I would suggest if if someone's listening to this right now and, and, you know, wondering what they can do to take care of themselves, think of something that would bring you the most joy. Yeah. That's what I would do. Yeah. To take care of myself. Mm -hmm. Because that gives you so much energy to operate. But I like that you're giving examples too, because Mm -hmm. when you, when someone first told me like, you need more self-care. You need to take care mm-hmm. of yourself more. You need, I'm like, what does that... I don't even know. Like, I was so disconnected. Mm-hmm. I had no idea what that meant. Well, so what makes you happy? You giving examples was helpful. Um, yeah. What makes me happy? It could be watching Real Housewives. Yeah. Like, something like that. that yeah. You know, it doesn't have to always be like, I'm working on myself. You know? <laughs> like, you... <laughs> can feel free to sit on the couch and watch a couple of episodes of Housewives. Yeah. You know, or, right. or Netflix or whatever. Right. You know, read a book. Marcella. Marcella. No one knows what you're talking about. <laughs> Everyone knows what I'm talking about. Maybe I just don't. Marcella on Netflix. Nope. Yes. Doesn't ring a bell. Oh my God. She's so amazing. Uh, I don't even know how to describe it because I've never watched something like this before. I've never been mm-hmm. interested in, like, a show that tries to figure out who killed someone. Like Clue, the board game? No, I have no idea what that is. You're so opposed to board games. I hate board games. <laughs> um, Marcella is oh, – she's on Netflix. I believe that it's just a Netflix-sponsored show, Mm -hmm. but it only happened for one season thus far. Mm. Wow. That was really the best weekend of my life where I just watched, like, eight episodes of that. Did you feel rejuvenated after that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. (laughs) I know you did. I probably really needed it, Mm -hmm. but I loved it so much, and I didn't feel bad about it, and I could just enjoy it. That is something – that's a good point. I'm so glad that you said that. Not feeling bad about it. Like, I feel like you're not going to get anything out of it if you, if the oh, whole right. time while you're doing it, you're feeling guilt and yeah, shame. That's usually what I feel. That, yeah. That I've like had to, I've totally been there. The, and you're, it's so important to have a supportive friend or a mm-hmm. supportive partner or a mm-hmm. supportive family member because every single time I've gone to do something like that, I've needed reassurance that. Mm-hmm. Or having oh, a healer like that, a mm-hmm. uh, health coach like that. I mm-hmm. mean, it really is important because if I didn't have that validation pushing me in that direction, like having someone like you who can see, Sheena, your vibration has the capacity to be here and it's, mm-hmm. it's here. Mm-hmm. And seeing from an outsider's perspective what activities will bring it to that higher place, mm-hmm. like there's no media that's going to give you that information. Oh, no. There's no, no. there's no person that's already in your friend group or family group that most mm-hmm. likely is going to bring you to that place. Like, you have mm-hmm. to seek, you have to seek friends, like, you know, your vibe attracts your tribe. Yeah. It's so true. Like, mm-hmm. once you say and make a statement, I want to vib- vibrate higher, I want mm-hmm. to reach a higher vibration, mm-hmm. I want to be different, mm-hmm. you will start to attract people who will bring you to that place, mm-hmm. whether it's a healer, a coach, a new friend, yeah. whatever. But, um, yeah, because had I not had you, I would have, I would have just like sat in the guilt of doing something that I needed to do so badly yeah. that I wouldn't have been able to enjoy it. And mm-hmm. I had to like, I had to experience that for a couple of months before I could actually like just watch something yeah. because I don't watch TV. Like I just don't right. like yeah. but like sometimes on the weekend, like when I do have an opportunity to, my initial reaction is, this is such a waste of time. Uh huh. Yeah. Until you were like, Sheen, <laughs> little Sheeny, <laughs> you watch that show, Sheeny. <laughs> you go for it. And I did. You love it. And it was awesome. And enjoy it. And it was yeah. seriously like I fell in love with like, these two, I forgot to mention that Marcella is a British something. 
It's a British murder mystery, I believe. That's the correct terminology for it. Okay. <laughs> Does that sound fun to you? Um, it's kind of like the equivalent to a board game for you. So, no. <laughs> so, Maybe. there was Marcella, and then there was Doc Martin. And I highly recommend, recommend You cried. After, when Doc Martin was over, yeah. I cried. I researched all the actors to see, like, if they were doing something else. Because you were like, there was I want to do another an season session on them. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, uh, Marcella, can you come to New Orleans Without Republic? Um, <laughs> I'd like to see you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just put that vibe out there. Attract to your tribe, your Marcella tribe. She's so cool. Yeah. But I actually, yeah. I told you this today, or we talked about it today. That I manifested you as a friend. No, you did tell me that. It's so sweet. I know. Tell everyone else. I will. I will share this with the world. It's not embarrassing at all. So I, as I was working on myself and you know spending time on raising my vibration because I knew that's something that was required of me um, from within if I wanted to help you know facilitate healing for other people. I knew that I was going to have to shift people out of my life and um, bring, in order to make room to bring in people who were on my vibrational um, trajectory. Yeah, tra- yeah, equivalent, whatever. Um, so, and not not all the time. You don't always have to, you know, lose people or cut them loose to to make room for other people, but. Um, this is something sometimes that, you do. No, but sometimes you do. So it's definitely something that it, it wasn't easy at all. I knew it, it was something I was willing to do and to get to where I, I knew that I wanted to go. So I actually wrote this down in my manifesting journal. And I was, you know, just saying, writing down that I wanted to attract more friends into my life who I could, um, work with and be friends with at the same time, like have a lot of fun, but, Mm -hmm. but also working hard and someone who is also like owns their own business is like a boss, a a girl boss, you know, (laughs) like, um, just so much fun and intelligent and, and is into energy work and, you know, all my quirky things. And I even put, and I didn't even know this about you, but I put in parentheses, someone like Sheena Manina. Did you really write my name? Yeah. I need to take a picture and show you. I wrote your name (laughs) in parentheses. (laughs) You're a little creepy, but also I am. Well, I didn't, I honestly, (laughs) no offense. I wasn't trying to be friends with you. (laughs) I just put someone like you because of the things that I, I thought that I knew about you at Uh that time without like officially knowing you. You just thought that we lived too far apart to be friends. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And well, I didn't even know how old you were. Like I was like, Oh, this chick's 52 years old. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm joking. Um, so, so yeah, I, I honestly didn't know anything about you. I just knew that you were like, Killing it with with bits with business from what I could see and um, into like holistic health and nutrition and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, yeah, she would like kind of be someone who's cool to hang out with and work mm-hmm. with. So I put down your name, just like uh, you know, shot out of a cannon kind of thing, and um, you landed right in my lap. <laughs> sure did. Yeah, and I was like, wait. Did I actually think this? Or sometimes when I'm writing in my journal, I think I'm like channeling something outside of myself because I wasn't cognizantly like aware of wanting to be friends with you or like trying to attract people. Like, why would you pop into my head? We weren't even like... I wouldn't say that you would you would be attracting something outside of yourself. Gen- like when you write, it's a known thing that you have. I am connected from within. Right. But it you was, are channeling. I wasn't thinking. I was could totally right. just be channeling from your higher self. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what was happening. I, I was writing, and I didn't even... Without thought. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. aware that I even wrote this down until months later mm-hmm. after we were friends. And I was like, 
Holy cannoli. <laughs> Wait a second. I was looking back in my journal. I was like, this is creepy. Because when I write down in my journal, I don't really remember right. things that I write because I'm so connected right. and, and, you know, feeling everything and just flowing out of me. Right. And looking back at that, I was like, wow, that's actually really creepy. But it was it was awesome at the same time because I'm like, wow, this, this manifestation thing really works. works. It works. Yeah. Yeah. You also manifested your out-of-body experiences. I haven't told the world about that. You haven't? No. Okay. I thought you said you did. Uh Uh-uh. Nope. Sure didn't. (laughs) Okay. So that is out. You said that you talked about it on Stassi's podcast. I did not talk about it on Stassi's podcast. I'm so sorry for outing you. didn't listen to Stassi's podcast? We didn't listen to the end. Oh, wow. Okay. This has quickly become the best podcast ever. <laughs> Are you okay to talk about that? I'm okay. I'm real, I'm, I knew it was going to come out eventually. Um, I'm open. It's fine. In my mind, you, this is what you said mm-hmm. after you referred to Sassy. You said, I talked about the one thing I said I would never talk about. Yeah. But anyway, we'll talk about this later. Okay. <laughs> You're not in trouble or anything. <laughs> Don't worry. Um, She's going to beat me. <laughs> I need to be rescued with crystals. Um, speaking of crystals, mm-hmm. we we've gotten a lot of questions about what to do with crystals. Do we have time to talk about that? Way to change that subject. Oh, okay. <laughs> next next podcast. Next next podcast. Wait, next podcast for what? Crystals or out of body experiences? Out of body experiences. Okay, next podcast. Right. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It's <laughs> getting weird. <laughs> Yeah, let's talk about crystals. Yeah. Y'all are so cute. We love our listeners. Yeah, you guys have you know, been asking what? Uh, I was just thinking. You know how Stassi calls her listeners Khaleesi's? Yeah. We need a name for our listeners. Okay. Should we Should we ask our listeners what they want to be called? Or yeah. should we just designate a name? Basic uh, witches? I would, yeah, that's so cute. All of our basic witches out there, <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. I like it too. Yeah. Okay, we'll call you basic witches, but some people might not be um, basic. We're not basic. Are you or kidding? Witches. What about our boys? What about our boy toys? They can be basic witches too. What's the male version of a witch? A wizard? A wizard! Or basic wizards. I don't know. I like witches better. <laughs> okay, we'll figure it out. Yeah. We're going to give a little fast, hard tutorial on crystals because we actually had a crystal workshop here last week. It was a lot of fun. We wove crystals. <laughs> okay, no. Let's clarify. We <laughs> that is a necklace. <laughs> Weaving thread through a crystal is the definition of a necklace. Weaving a crystal. Weaving an image of a crystal That's into what we a what's it called? A canvas. A canvas. We partnered with a, a local modern furnishing company called Modern Market, and they provided the weaving materials and information. It was really interesting. And it gave people, it was cool because it gave people a meditative practice, a creative outlet to listen, to do while they were listening to instructions on, are you laughing because I'm weaving? (laughs) You're weaving. I'm weaving with my hand. I'm remembering, even though I didn't weave. I'm like remembering a talent from another lifetime (laughs) so people were doing a really sweet and cute meditative practice of weaving while we were teaching about crystals and so um the class sold out in approximately 24 hours so a lot of people didn't get to come to the class and a lot of our listeners have just been i guess intuitively knowing to ask about crystals Mm -hmm. so we're just going to say here it is here's how you pick out your crystal here's how you cleanse your crystal and um, this is how this here's how like this we is how we do it. I had to. <laughs> You're so good. <laughs> it's been a long week. Okay, it's actually been the fastest week of my life. Really? Yeah. Anyway, okay. okay. Crystals. So they're like your little babies. They're like these little these little things that you acquire from many different places that become a part of your little spirit family in different, That's in different adorable. ways. It's, it's just true. They start to feel like part of your, but again, I'm not attached to them. Like mm, I give let's away my, clarify. <laughs> we are not attached people. 
I will give you one of my crystals and not think twice about it. Yeah. But while it's in my field, I'm like very connected to it. I know what its vibration feels like. I know what it can be used for. I most likely picked it out from a very like particular source mm -hmm. and um, have spent a lot of time like with Arkansas. it. Like Arkansas. Like Arkansas, like from one like of my... Like people farming crystals like yeah. you told me before. Yeah. You're, you don't... You, I just couldn't think of a word. You just plant crystals in the ground and expect them to sprout. I wanted to make it clear that I was buying my crystals from a source that I knew. And that was like a very special experience for me because I knew that the crystal had not been used for another purpose before that. Oh, right. I know. I totally agree with that. So, digging for crystals. Yeah, just digging. Digging. I just, yeah. I couldn't come up with that name, digging. Yeah, so, so you said farming. Farming, yeah, yeah. which is incorrect. <laughs> the correct I don't know. Maybe for finding a crystal Let's is do a digging. crystal farm. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, um, Anything's possible. <laughs> Crystals are found in the ground. They're a part of Earth's energy and vibration. That's why they're so special and can be used for healing. They hold intelligence. They hold a vibration. They hold energy. And um, they hold instructions as well. So you can tap into instructional behavior and information from your crystal by just, like, meditating with it and being with it and holding it. Um it's, I mean, if you're not afraid, you can ask your crystal what it wants to do. If you're healing people, if you're healing yourself. I ain't scared. I'm not scared. <laughs> Crystals, I'm not scared. What they might tell me to do. They told me to do some really weird shit. They told I me to go to Beverly Hills, and I did. Yeah. And I <laughs> nailed it. You sure did. I sure did. And then you got some more crystals from there, too. I did, in Santa awesome. Monica. Yeah. Um... Yeah, crystals will give you a lot of information. When we meditate in the meditation room, which is where we are recording right now, um, we're coated in crystals. There's crystals in every single corner, and it really ups the vibration of the room. Mm -hmm. I'm pulsating right now. Right. I sound like an alien. Every single person that walks into this meditation room mm -hmm. is like, there are people... The, there's this guy, like this adorable trainer across the street. His name is Mark. And um, he like very quickly wanted a tour when we opened upstairs. He's like, I just want to see everything really quickly, but I have a client, so I can't really stay. So he went through every single room for like three seconds, left. He came back here yesterday with his backpack on. Is he this literally, the Hungarian guy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, he was like covered in sweat. And we're just like, oh, hey, Mark, what's up? What's going on? He could not contain himself. He drug himself, like, through the entire business and into this meditation room because he, like, he was just, it was like he was being drawn, like, he was attached, like, some cord that needed to, like, bring him into the space and, like, access our energy, mm -hmm. be, be, like, in the, in the room and vibration and energy of, like, something that was high and crystalline and pure mm -hmm. and, and clarified. So packed in this room. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, they're powerful. It's just, mm -hmm. a, it's just like a testament to like the power of crystals mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, like high vibrational people. Yeah. And when people need healing and they have, and they have in their resonance, like where that is, they're just drawn to it. Yeah. So that was just a little example of like mm -hmm. what happened yesterday. Like, so yeah, when you put like 15 crystals in a room, expect people to like come in from across the street and be like, can I go into your crystal room? Because it's like, <laughs> or they might not even know crystals are in there and they just want to sit in there. Right. Yeah. It's so Pretty purifying powerful. and amazing. So, so back to like how, how, what's a good way to find a crystal? I love the idea of you digging up your own crystal or buying from someone that you knew, know that has dug up a crystal. Um, but if you can't, you can go to a store and, and cleanse it. If you want. Yeah. Yeah. We have ama some amazing stores that have um, some amazing crystals here. We do carry some quartz here, but um, Earth Odyssey is a great resource in New Orleans. Do you remember the name of the store in Beverly Hills? Um, uh, actually, in uh, Santa Monica. Santa Monica. Is it Aura? Uh, yeah, the Aura Shop. Yeah. 
Yes, that's where you got the aura shop is amazing. Yeah, I, high vibration right there. You got some yeah. legit crystals from yeah. there. Yeah, I got us wands, yeah. a basic witch wands. You sure did. Selenite, to be exact. Yeah, yeah. And mold. Vibe. And I got Stasi a wand. Yeah, and yeah. rose quartz, which was so fun. Sweet. She broke her wand within the first two seconds. You she broke your it. wand too. Is mine? No, the only my one wand attack? split into two. They were like twin flames. It just. Right down the middle, split, mm-hmm. which is awesome. So I have two wands now, mm-hmm. which means I'm awesome. Mm-hmm. And um, Stassi just like broke off the the tip, just, <laughs> just the, the tip, tip <laughs> which is Stassi, uh, <laughs> Stassi's way. So uh, so yeah, that would happen to Stassi. And um, yours is still intact. Yeah, it is. Which would okay. happen to you? Yeah, yeah. Mine's split in two. Give it away. Stassi's is just the tip, and yours is in perfect condition. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, those are some good places to place your energy if you're looking for a crystal. Oh, I also love the little rock shop in Austin. Um, It's actually in Smithsville, which is right outside of Austin. Hmm. So, those are some good places. And if you are actually in the store, you can walk around and actually. I like when I'm feeling the vibration of something, it's easier for me to close my eyes. Mm-hmm. So that's normally what I do. I just like close my eyes. I bring myself into a meditative state, connect to my heart and, um, and ask that my heart be connected to my hands. And then I will place my hands on top of the crystals in front of me and just kind of see if anything calls out to me or if anything like uh, feels warm or tingly or sh- catch, needs to catch my attention for any particular reason. And um, that's what I will go for. So that's how I pick crystals usually um, if I'm there. And if not, there's usually something that will call, like even if I just see pictures of them, mm-hmm. there's sometimes just an aspect that will call my attention that will say, like, I need that crystal. And mm-hmm. I just try to honor it because... Most of the crystal purchases that I've made have served me well. Yeah. You know what crystal store I just thought of? That Which one? Is my favorite crystal store. Which one? It's in Lafayette, Louisiana. It's called Heaven on Earth. I think it's heavenonearthonline.net. I think you can order crystals that's awesome. online, I believe. I don't know. But that's like some of the most high vibrational crystals I've ever felt in my entire life. It's so cool. Yeah. So. I have one all around my neck right now from there. The rose quartz. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's a really good store. Um, but, yeah, I, when I'm picking out my crystals, I will just grab them. Like, I'll just walk towards a certain area of the store mm-hmm. and just grab something that piques my interest. And... I might feel, you know, three or four of them and just kind of, you'll, you'll start to feel the difference between something that is, um, really works with, with your body. You'll just kind of know intuitively. Yeah. Um, it, even if you don't physically feel it, you'll, mm-hmm. you'll know from within which one you want and you can't really go wrong. You can't go wrong. Right. That's the great thing about it. You right. can grab any, any crystal, any rock. It's going to serve you well. Yeah. So people are always, people always want to ask the negative questions. People are always like, well, what if there's a negative entity attached to my crystal? Mm, no. Okay. One. Um, Don't believe that. <laughs> it most likely is not the case, especially yeah. if you're in a crystal store where hopefully they're like cleansing and like keeping really pure energies in there, like saging and things like that. Plus, but two, like you can clear the, yeah, two. I don't think, I don't think that I do not believe that negative things will attach to. I agree. Crystals. I don't think I even need to like cleanse my crystals. Sometimes I am. The reason it okay, depends. So it sometimes depends. I am called to cleanse my crystals because they will begin to feel a little dull. So their mm-hmm. vibration will dull a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. And that's usually a sign to me that like I need to cleanse my crystal. Like recharge it. Yeah. Giselle. Giselle is like, um, someone you guys will meet soon, but, um, Amberly and I have another energy healer friend named Giselle and Giselle gave, had, gave me a session one day and said that my crystals were asking to be buried 
mm-hmm. um, through the full moon like, cycle. We can't handle Sheena They're like, anymore. enough. We're over her. Of her energy. We need to be cleansed. So, um, yeah, she told me to bury them. So if you're wondering how to cleanse your crystals, you can bury them under the new moon and keep them buried for an entire moon cycle. You can cleanse them in salt water. You can Except cleanse, for selenite. Except for selenite, which will dissolve. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you can cleanse them under the moonlight, so you can just leave them outside, especially under the light of a full moon. And um, you can also just cleanse them with sage, Palo Santo, and your consciousness. Whatever feels right to you. Sometimes I put them in the sun. I mean, I know some people say that. Like, What do they say? I don't know. Sometimes the sun feels right to me, too. Yeah. I just go with what I feel. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to overthink it. Yeah. Especially if you, like... You really you can't go your, wrong. No. Especially if you have your crystals, like, on an altar or, like, next to your bed... And you hold them or, like, you put them under your pillow. Like, you'll start to feel if they feel differently and then you just do something about it. Yeah. Oh, you can put clear quartz under your pillow at night and it boosts your immune system. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. So, um, I put that Lemurian crystal that you gave me next to my bed. Yeah. You can download knowledge from it, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting. Actually, Giselle... Um, she and I were at dinner one night and I had a selenite, um, mm-hmm. a, a tumbled selenite rock or yeah, rock, whatever mm-hmm. in my purse. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Albert Einstein is, um, putting something, some information downloaded into your selenite rock. Nice. Yeah. She is one of our basic witches and she's awesome and, um, just as crazy, if not crazier than we are. Uh And it's so much fun to like, to hang with her. So you all will meet her soon. Um, but, but yeah, so you can like download information into your crystals as well. And they also already withhold information so you can access knowledge. They withhold information. (laughs) (laughs) They, they, they have information held within them. <laughs> yeah. There's something they're not telling us. There's something they're not telling us. Those crystals. Yeah. You got to tap into that. I tap that. I tap that. Yeah. I tap those crystals. Okay. So okay. we have quartz, which are really easy to use because they're pretty, <laughs> are you laughing? Yeah. <laughs> um, they're pretty blank slate and they can be used for so many different things. Clear quartz. I mean, we use them a ton in healing especially if they have a good clear point, you can use them for like laser effects. If you have any density or um, any injuries, you can kind of just use them in a circular motion, picturing them breaking up density in the body, Um, clarifying anything that needs clarifying, opening up chakras that are closed. Um, You could could simply place the the quartz on top of one of those chakras, or um, you can actively, like, have someone else or yourself just kind of, like, um, laser it into you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. For lack of a better term. Especially if there's a point, you could, like, use the point to laser, um, create a laser-like energy field through, uh, around that center to break up any density or Mm -hmm. anything like that. So... Yeah, clear quartz is also an amazing thing to wear for protection. It's also an amazing thing to have in your um, pocket. I've I've given it to one of my friends recently who's going through a hard time, and I gave it to him so that he can continually check in with his own vibration by like hold it using the practice of holding a small quartz and just saying like um, asking for peace, tranquility, and um, connection, and. Quartz has a a very beautiful, soft vibration. So when you tap in and and tune into that vibration, you can sometimes bring your energy field back into that state as well. So, um, yeah, I love clear quartz. (laughs) They're so sweet. They're so sweet. They're like a go-to. Yeah, they're a go-to. Yeah, they're very... They're very easy. Or rose quartz is another, like, very easy, gentle one that you really can't go wrong with. 
Amethyst is great. Amethyst is awesome. Increased intuition. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Moldavite is fun. Uh, Moldavite is powerful. That's a, that is, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we want to get into Moldavite. That's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. That's a big podcast. Um, yeah. There's, oh, tourmaline is really good. Mm-hmm. Tourmaline is generally used, um, if you are going through something negative or you're around someone who's going through something seemingly negative, it will absorb some things for you, black tourmaline. And Mm -hmm. also, it's also good for bringing in good, um, positive finances, I believe. Mm -hmm. So that's a good one. Um, Hematite is very grounding. That's, that's like a grounding heavy one. Yeah. Uh... And amethyst is actually another very easy go-to that you can use mm-hmm. for anything. Yeah. It's pretty, too. It's, I really like it on altars. I feel like mm-hmm. it, it's grounding and also um, connected. It's very good to access your intuition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's my birthstone. It's very awesome. <laughs> awesome amethyst. <laughs> of course, it's your birthstone. I know. It's cute. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So... We we went through selecting crystals, cleansing your crystals, uh, a few purposes for crystals. Yeah. If there are any other questions, you guys can always email us. Yeah. We love the questions. It's so helpful. It mm-hmm. helps us to guide our podcast until we um, just go, just start rolling. Yeah. You know, something else. But, um, yeah. That's pretty awesome. I think we've inundated them with enough for tonight or today. All right. (laughs) Well, we love you. Thanks for joining us for another podcast. We have so much more to come next week, especially. Um, We've enjoyed talking about every single topic that we've addressed tonight in this beautiful meditation room. We're so grateful for you. We're so grateful for the time that you take to spend with us. I'm so grateful for you, Amber. Oh, I'm so grateful for you as well. And all of our listeners are basic wizards and witches out mm-hmm. there. We love you so much and send so much light to you, each and every one of you. We always try to heal you through the microphone and send you frequencies. We do, though. I know. Um, but, yeah. So, gratitude, peace, love, genuine appreciation, and honor for each and every one of you tonight and every night. We love you guys. Bye. See you next time.